Hi everyone, this is Nini and welcome to Just Nini. First of all, apologies you guys. I know I literally went MIA for two or weeks and but still it was the most what's the word? It was the most self-discovering two weeks of my life because well not of my life but <laughs> basically recently but like I realized that I've I've spent so much time listening to other people telling me what they want okay want want me to record or oh, do this don't do this okay and then I just realized well shit is my fucking podcast okay if you don't like it bro walk away walk the fuck away you can't tell me to discuss politics just because you think it's going to get listens I'm not going to do that so I just realized that I spent so much time listening to other people that I stopped doing podcasts for the sake of doing this, but more like for listeners. So here we are, you guys. The very first, okay, it's not the very first authentic, yeah, it's the very first authentic podcast of The Real Nini in a very long time, you guys. I am literally putting myself out there. Like, I am putting myself out there. I'm going to tell you what the past 18 years have been like for me. It's a very, very soap opera-ish kind of story. But I assure you, it's 100% real. No other preservatives, so only sugar, because I'm sweet. <clears throat> well, yeah, just listen. So today's episode is ballet dancing, growth sprouts, and... Is it sprouts or sprouts? Oh my god. Okay, I'm just going to check dictionary. Okay, so it says... Sprout. Says sprout. Okay, sprouts, <laughs> growth sprouts, and anxiety attacks. So these three uh, statements. Okay, yeah, I think that's what, these three statements basically sum up what eighteen years of my life have been. And I'm going to tell you guys what I would like to change and what I would like to change. So let's start from the very, very, very beginning. The ballet dancing. I assured you guys that I was not kidding when I said I did dance ballet, even though my bones are probably too stiff to even do a castle. But here's what happened. So, as a child, my mom told me that I learned things quick, um, very quickly, and basically from watching television, I could do anything I saw. So, um, I watched a lot of ballet dancing movies i don't know why i think i had some sort of fetish for them but i really watched a lot and i had no training whatsoever but i just practiced on my own even though i liked wrestling i'm not talking about the show i mean i liked watching the show but i wrestled with guys in my in my compound so we're living in this two-story building with a couple of tenants and i was the only girl there so you can imagine and I looked like a boy. I'm not joking. I looked like a boy as a child. So I was the only girl and I wrestled with lots of girls because we were looking for wrestling patterns. And I was good. And I was easy to throw around, apparently. So I broke my bed once, sprained my ankle, etc, etc. Got lots of bruises, saw stars, crushed my little finger, pinky finger that is kind of twisted now. So yeah, you can see I was a very wild child. So this ballet dancing was something that I wasn't willing to share with anybody because they'd be like, guy, what what the hell? You're disappointing me. I had no female friend, okay? I don't even remember having any friend in primary school. 
I think the couple, um, few friends I had started from secondary school. I wasn't really friendly with any girl in primary school. I, was, I saw myself as a guy, so I mean, what's the point? Anyways, you guys, so here's what happened. I followed, by the way, I think I'm screaming because it's raining here. So I'm trying to like get my voice over the rain. Anyways, I followed a friend to a um, program. I, I don't know if it was a church program. I don't remember. I was like seven, eight years old then. So she was living near my house. I don't even know why I followed. I think my mom put me up to it. It was like a program for kids. So I followed her and yeah, it was boring. But after the um, program, a couple of teachers, I think dance teachers, wanted to coach them for some sort of show they were having or performance. I wasn't really interested. So I saw that these teachers were dancing the very own ballet. <laughs> so I literally sat on the floor. I remember this vividly. So I sat on the floor and I was staring at them. Because it was a male and a female, they were most likely dating. But I was staring at them like they were doing the old turning and putting legs up. And I just saw them do this. And I stood up and I started dancing on my own, just like doing it on my own. So the uncle, the brother noticed me and then he called me. Bonus points, I was a very, very shy person. What am I saying? I'm a very shy person in real life. Most people take it as being rude, but yeah, it's been shy. Anyway, so I just, I was like, no, 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 no. But I was like, okay, come on. And then I went. And in front of everybody, he showed me a couple of moves. And we just, like, did it together. And people started clapping. So the significance of this ballet dance, what I'm trying to say is that was the first time I ever felt something close to accomplishment. Okay, so I grew up, like I said, I grew up being a boy in quotes. So lots of neighbors and mom friends be like, you should be a girl. Some say, stop acting like a boy. Stop doing this. You don't do this. Girls don't do this. So it actually took a toll on me because according to them, what I did was never right. So this ballet dancing scene-ish <laughs> was the first time I ever felt something close to appreciation. Exactly. So then the guy was like, okay, he's going to teach me a couple of moves that would I like to perform at the show. So I told my mom, and I don't blame her, though. she didn't believe me, because why would a wrestle-loving child dance ballet that she never lent, which she never paid for? So, but she did go, and I showed her what I could do, and she was like, okay, fine, if they wanted to do this. Insert some what part drama. So there was this girl, her mom was the owner of the show, and she had to be the spotlight because her mom owned the show. So when she found out that this nobody child that doesn't even attend there, I don't know if it was a church or a foundation, I really don't remember what it was, but she was like, she came, she came up to me one day and she was like, you know you're never going to get the lead, um, the lead run, I'm like, Somebody play some background music. Where are the cameras? Where are the lights? This has to be a soap opera. Because what's happening? Who does this in real life? It's not a competition. I was just like, okay, whatever. Obviously, I didn't say whatever because I was seven. I probably said something a seven-year-old would say and walked away. Until our very own brother decided to put me as the lead. 
Well, this girl reported to her mom and tried to sabotage me. But I, I mean, I did perform as top three with a, in a, um, on a stage for over a thousand viewers. Should I say viewers? People. Over a thousand people were literally staring at me with lights on me. It was the most terrifying moment I have ever experienced, you know. Like, it was, it was <laughs> crazy. I forgot my moves. Immediately, I went on that stage. So, the girl ended up getting the lead role, but whatever, I didn't care. Because I got, like, a solo part to dance. So, I was the only one on stage, and it was terrifying. I, my mom wasn't there because we had to travel. So, I was literally the only person. I didn't know anybody else there. And then, the mom was like, okay, dance. And then, I don't know why, for some reason, I don't remember looking at anybody or even being conscious of the fact that I was on stage and lots of people were staring at me. It was just me dancing for myself and by myself. Second point I got from this is that at some point in your life, you get to be like under the spotlight. And the moment you realize you're under the spotlight, a lot of... um self-doubt pops up in your mind like okay do they see this do they think i can do this do i look okay on stage you start to worry about your physical appearance your emotional appearance even your mental states of your like am i confident enough for this until you you decide you know what screw this and screw them i'm going to do this and the best you can do is imagine everybody naked like my best friend always tells me my male best friend always says imagine everybody naked and that's just how it goes. So for the first time, I knew what self-doubt was. Because I was a very reckless child and I did whatever I wanted to do. So there you have it for the ballet dance. I wasn't lying when I said I could do it. Even though now I can't dance or I'm either too shy to dance. And I never practiced or did anything. Growth sprouts. The next one, growth sprouts. I, like I said, I looked like a boy. When I was um, a child, I had, I hated my hair. God, which is paining me now because I had such beautiful hair when I was a child. But now, you guys have stunted hair. It's fine. So I hated my hair. I always cut my hair into like this screw cut. I shaved it off every time to the barber's place. I wore pants, like dresses. I, I hardly had any dresses except when my mom wanted me to wear it for Christmas and she had to force me to wear them. I loved playing with boys. I never understood girls why they would watch Barbie. I always slept whenever my mom would take me to her family friend's house and I have to watch Barbie with a girl my age. It was terrifying and boring till now. I still can't stand it. So like I said, I was a very manly child. <laughs> and secondary school was the highlight of it all. So, being in primary school and being around guys my age, it wasn't so hard to like be accepted. It was basically just, we like you, okay? You're a good boy-ish girl, tomboy. <laughs> we like your style. You know what? Just roll with us. That was it. Which is why I prefer being friends with guys. They hardly have any issue with you unless you like step on their toes. They are cool with you. Unlike girls, you have to like do some things a particular way. So, secondary school, first day of secondary school, 
I got this everywhere boots. I literally wore every shoes. I took my shaved head and a very, very stuffed lunch bag with a very oversized bag. And I walked into the assembly quite late. So I sat down and everybody just turned and they're like, who is this? So I don't know, for some reason, that was the first time I ever felt self-consciousness. Okay, so I was just like, okay, what's happening? Why they were staring at me like I came from the dump or something. So I sat down and basically secondary school was something that I'm never going to forget because it taught me a whole lot. I found myself, me being someone who didn't give a shit about whatever anybody said, I found myself trying to please girls that I didn't even like and trying to like latch onto some safety nets. When I say safety nets, I mean girls that are just like, you know, oh, we find ourselves stuck together. Okay, that's fine. She'll be my friend, that kind of thing. So I wasn't really doing anything for me. And my recklessness, nobody could handle it. I was called rough, I was called tomboy, I was called dirty, I was called boyish, blah, blah, blah. Basically, as a wild child, that was nowhere to fit. Especially the prestigious international school Ibadan, where girls wore socks reaching their knees and um, baby flats and curled their hair with bows in their hair. I lit- The rule says wear white socks and black shoes. I wore blue shoes and green socks and whatever rules I could break. There was a particular child that hated me. I mean, he despised me. See, now, whenever he sees me on the road, it's just like, thank God you changed. I'm like, sorry, I didn't change. You just didn't know me. I just got better, bro. I just got better. So he's like, every time, he's always trying to punish me. You beat me, I'll never cry. And he was just like, you're a man. I'm like, well, thank you. So back to back to track growth sprouts. What am I trying to say about growth sprouts? So physical appearance changes the way most people see you. The first time a boy told me he liked me, that was in GSS. So I had never concerned myself with that. All my friends were, oh, they like this person. I was just like, oh, whatever. Boys suck, and unless you're wrestling with them. So the first day. A boy told me he liked me. I felt my world turned upside down. Emotions I never wanted to feel, I started feeling there. And I was just like, okay, the fuck is happening? You know what? Let's let's just... I'm going to continue this in the next segment. Uh, so, basically, here's how it happened. <laughs> I don't like to remember this story because it's always paining me. That nothing actually came out of it. But it's fine. It's fine. So, he... Actually, it didn't give me. This is what happened. I walked into the... Ah, why am I so nervous? <laughs> okay. I walked into the classroom one morning and then... So he had, it was in my class and he had like this couple of friends that... I used to hang out with one of his friends because he was a very cute guy. So he, he and his friends were like just staring at me. I'm like, what's wrong with this one? Because I never even considered him like and he never even popped into my head that one day i would have to deal with crushes and liking boys and all of that trash but i walked into the class and then 
they all started chasing him and calling his name and i was just okay i just ignored it like okay normal boy behavior and then one of my friends was like ah i think one of them likes him like dude what are you saying i you if there's anybody to be liked in this class it won't be me so i did well just, i just quickly shut that up then till lunch time i came back from buying something i we call it stores so i bought something at stores and i came back and i met this package on my desk i remember exactly what it is what is inside as it was a perfume bottle there was a rose there was some chocolates and a card i think the was it a card i don't know i'm just going to remove the card but there was a chocolate there was a rose and there was a bottle of perfume this is the best gift anybody has the most thoughtful gift anybody has given me to date to date so i saw it on my table and i said oh wrong table i just literally lifted it and placed it on the desk beside me and then his friend that was children came i was like oh that's for you let's say his name is james I was like okay james said um i should give you i was just like i looked at him and then james was literally looking away and i looked at him i'm like okay what kind of stupid prank is this that was what came to mind are you guys freaking kidding me like can you stoop so low really this is a prank and again his friend was like no 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 that is not a prank that he actually likes you and you know in movies where um the protagonist of the story realizes something and then everything just like zooms and then he's just staring into space and until someone snaps him out of it before he realizes where he is that's exactly how i was for two minutes for the first time in my life i was rendered speechless i just stared and i was like ba 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 it was so awkward after that and then it was just like oh he wants to talk to me after no it does the thing see you guys hmm? friends are evil if they don't like you so here's what happened <laughs> he apparently was supposed to see me after class but nobody told me because his friends decided to sabotage the whole thing and they didn't tell me so i had no idea and then he got very angry with me and then a friend of mine told him things that i didn't say about him and then basically he get your idea so point that i noted what am i saying point that i got from this is that sometimes you need to be careful with who you trust and you shouldn't depend so much on people because at the end of the day are going to get disappointed whether you want it or not so i didn't i obviously didn't know all this till like after i finally talked to him so for like the um the week after he was just like giving me so bad energy giving me this thing and i'm like okay what the heck is happening he moved away so he and his friend were sitting in front of me like a couple of rows he moved away to the back of the class and i was just like because because somebody filming what's happening and then this my friend was just acting like she didn't know anything she's like oh 
sorry and then valentine's day came and right in front of me he gave my friend a rose <laughs> bro for the first time in my life i knew what betrayal slash hurts felt like and i was like but I'm a very forgiving person, okay, so I didn't take it to heart at all. I didn't even confront her about anything. I was just like, okay, maybe she didn't want to tell me, so things would be awkward and all. But what actually pains that I, they never gave me a chance to like him, even though I most likely would have ended up liking him. But they never gave me that chance. So I finally talked to the boy a year after all that happened we, okay we moved to different classes because they separated us at one point so we moved to different classes and i finally talked to him and then he just told me what do you mean your friend said this you never showed up basically he just told me everything i was just like okay what the flip i never said any of this but obviously he didn't believe me because i was like she's your friend something something, something. and then i went to meet my friend and i asked her why she did what she did and she didn't have a good excuse and that was the only reason i broke that friendship up and that was because she didn't have a good excuse i realized at that point that i was so used to receiving bullshit from people that i always expected them to like make up an excuse on the spot and dish me what i wanted to hear so it was at that point that i realized excuses are for the week okay you guys just if it doesn't work your way, you break the shit up. So, I'm still on good sprouts. <coughs> sorry. Why am I saying sorry to you guys? Sorry to me. So, come senior school. There was a long break between G- GSS3 and SS1. And there was also a long transition between being 12 and being 13. Being 13 came and I saw two lumps on my chest. I'm like, Okay, what is that? I got my period at the age of, I don't know, I think 12. So basically, I realized that I wasn't going to be a boy anymore, even though I wanted it so bad just to fit in. And then I realized, you know what? This is senior school. You might as well do this shit. So without, I had no choice. I grew tall. I gained weight. I was a very skinny girl in junior school i must add and i started growing my hair too so ss1 first day of senior school i wore my long socks with the baby flats my mom was all so happy to get me and my very iron uniform with my hair i think i did wool or something i don't know with my hair and i carried my very fancy bag and stepped out of the car and walked up the stairs and all my friends were like okay what's happening like like when did you gain weight when did you, when did you have hips when when did you start wearing socks so it was a bit different from being just you know just being the wild me i had to like not do some things i had to move in a certain way do things a certain way cross my legs fold my uniform perfectly it was overwhelming and i just found myself trying to slip back into the old old me and i just <laughs> you guys senior secondary school was a 
I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But I feel like I realized a very a very important lesson from this is that once people start to see what they want to see, then they'll accept you that way. Nobody accepts you for who you are. Only you accept you for who you are, obviously. Because people only try to see what they like and what they want to see. And until they see that, they're going to keep judging you and going to try to change you. And it's very, very easy to fall into this molding. So there I was trying to be something that I was not. And it got hard. Until I started singing. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys know I can sing a bit. So I started singing and I joined the choir in my school. And I never summoned the courage to actually like step up and be like, oh, I want this role. I want to do this. You know, like, okay, I want this um, particular lead. I never stepped up to actually do that. And that was very, very, I hate, I hate that that happened. Like, I never got the chance to actually show everybody what I could do. My writing, my singing, even my acting, I never got to do any of that in secondary school. And that sucked. A lot so I got used to people underestimating me so which is why most of the time whenever my um old secondary school mates see me in verse I'm like oh my god so you can actually do this I didn't know you could do this I'm just like yeah that sucks because I was a bitch and decided not to show what I could do which really really is disappointing but lessons I learned here is at the end of the day you're just going to keep hiding if you don't know how to bring yourself out. And once you keep hiding, people are going to learn to always see you that way. As a very hidden person. <laughs> so yeah, that's for the growth sprouts. I feel like sometimes when I look back into my um when I look back at my old pictures of me when I was like in primary school or junior school, I'm just like, wow. Wow. Okay. Did I take like steroids or something? How did I get so different? Like, I feel like I've changed on the outside physically, but that doesn't matter. So, you guys, to so my last segment, so make sure don't please, I beg, just like it's at this, in this next segment. So, I will be talking about anxiety attacks. Hold on, last but not the least, anxiety attacks. I discussed depre- my depression in one of my many episodes, so you might want to check that out to understand what I'm saying. So I, I got my first anxiety attack in GSS2. Yeah. So let me describe how it felt like to you. I think this was the most, um, most exaggerated one because it has never been this bad or that bad so i don't know what happened i started feeling like a bit dizzy in class it was during lunch so i was just like okay maybe i'm just coming down with something so i walked down the stairs and my heart beat like beating rapidly and then it slowed down and then it came up again as soon as i was like okay i'm just i'm just 
overthinking this. I'm probably the one imagining all these things in my head until I could not see anything. So basically, I was squinting hard to see and I could not see anything. Everything was just like shadows and blurs and basically everything was spinning. I did not know what to do. I was like, no, being stubborn me. I still walked down the stairs, even though I could barely see anything. I held the railings and walked down the stairs until I got in front of stairs and I just sat on the floor. <laughs> I just sat on the floor right there. I could not move. I could not do shit. Until a friend of mine saw me and she was like, ah, what the hell is going on? I could not talk. And then she just like held me up. And we went to my classroom and then she just like washed my face and asked me to lie down. Lesson I learned in this is there are some people that are in your life not because they want to get something, even even if they want to get something, but more because you can't do some things alone and you just need them. And somehow they realize this and they are just there at the point you want them to be. So you never feel so alone when these people are around you. And that was exactly how I felt at that moment. For the first time in my life, I knew what true friendship was. So, there you go. I have reasons for being anxious. Okay, so, first of all, I was teased a lot because of the way I <laughs> always dressed, the way I acted, and looking like a boy, and just not doing things the way they wanted. I was teased a lot, which affected my self-confidence and self-esteem. So, I had very, very low self-esteem in secondary school. I always wanted to like be in the background and not do things and just be like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to. No, no, you can just take the glory. So I did the action why other people took the glory, that kind of thing. And it affected me in ways that I didn't even know that I was bothered. I spent so much time in the dark that I got afraid of it. Still now, I can't sleep in the dark. Like, I am terrified of the dark. I spent so much time starving myself because even though I was teased for being skinny, I was still teased for adding weight. Lesson I learned here, people are fucked up and they will never be satisfied. So I was still teased for being, um, for, um, for, uh, <sighs> I don't want to say fat because I actually was not fat, still not fat. I don't want to say thick because I was not thick, which is why I said I was really skinny. So there was a very noticeable difference. Let me say I was being teased for um, having gained weight. So I spent so much nights on empty stomachs trying like, okay, no, I didn't want to gain weight. I cried while walking out in quotes, more like stressing myself than walking out. I just wanted to please everybody. Lesson that I learned here, you can't fucking please, please oh, <laughs> you can't fucking please everybody. Because at the end of the day, you'll still find something to talk about. Even till now, people still tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, tall. I am tall. Eh, I am tall. Gee, thank you for that. Oh, not so obvious. Um, I am revelation. Thank you so much. Really, I had no idea I was tall. Who would have thought that a five nine girl would be tall? Yeah, so like I was saying, basically, it just got to me a whole lot. And teachers did not help. Trust me, teachers have their favorites. 
and they have their known favorites. Unfortunately, I fell on the second list almost every time. <laughs> I think the only teacher that liked me was... Actually, it was a male teacher, but it was a very chilled man. So I... Wait, what class was it again? I think it was a Greek. Yeah. The man would be like, Enela, you're smart, but are obale. Which means you're smart, but like you're not calm. You're too wild and you, you're always so agile. Is agile the world? I don't know. So basically doing all of this was just getting on me and I started folding into myself. Okay, like, I was like, no, people won't like this. What's the point of me being me when they don't like it? Let me just do what they want me to do and be this way and do this sort of thing. So I had no idea I was depressed until I grew older and I realized, oh, well. So I started seeing a counselor and... Yeah, it helped, okay? It helped, really. If you're depressed, just talk to someone. I know how cliche that may sound, but trust me, it works all the time. And, well, there you guys have it. So, I forgot to keep count of the lessons that I learned while experiencing all of this. I'm 18, and a lot has changed for me, but... I think I'm still adjusting to a lot of things. Like, for one, adjusting to compliments. I find myself trying to, like, <laughs> reject compliments. And I'm just still like, okay, let me just accept it. This one is like, oh, yeah, really? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not that good. Or if somebody's like, wow, you're so pretty. I'm like, yeah, I'm just okay. Or if somebody's like, wow, this is really awesome. I'm like, yeah, not really. So I find myself just, like, rejecting compliments because... To me, it seems like I'm being mocked or being teased. And I probably have to start realizing that some people are actually genuine. But yeah, you guys. So I have come to the end of this podcast episode. And I really hope you learned a lot the way I have. And I'm so glad to share this journey with you guys. Because who else will I share with? Anyways, don't forget to... I want to say subscribe, but <laughs> I realize I'm not YouTube. By the way, you guys, I still I still know that the host thing, I'm not announcing it here, but yeah, hopefully my next episode. So yeah, don't forget to share with your friends and just, you know, be you. Peace. <laughs>